setup going here i'm gonna not have i need to not look at the screen over there because i'm gonna be like you know, whatever <laughs> got a new little different setup uh zach and i are here together tonight to recap i mean an incredible and incredible zach weekend uh a weekend i will never forget no question about it um wow is is all I've been thinking. Like I, I've continually watched highlights and <laughs> over the and over final again. play over and over again. We can do it tonight. We can do it uh, later tonight too. If we want to. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> oh, I can't. I, I know LSU Gold's episode is out now. Oh, we have to watch. I it gotta that. go watch it. After we're this. watching that after. Yes, this. after the show, we're watching episode Gold. Uh, LSU Gold. It's gonna be lit. I already know it is. Don't don't no spoiler alerts. I don't want to know nothing. Um, but guys, guys, this is why BK came. First year, Zach. First year. Yeah. First year, bro. First year, BK tops Nick Saban. I mean, it's incredible. It's it's incredible. I, I mean, it, it has been. A whirlwind uh, of emotions and thoughts and the future for me. I, I mean, I have just been blown away. I, I mean, Zach, what are your like initial thoughts coming off a win like that? And, and I'm going to get to this in a, in, a, in a second, Zach, but like, and you may disagree with me when I say this, and some other folks may disagree when I say this, but this win is more significant than the 2019 LSU-Alabama game. This is more significant. I agree. I, I th- and I would say it, it's it's far more significant. Like So so what's your initial thoughts? Like coming off of So this? I actually – I think I told you this on the phone whenever uh, we called at – you know, because – so unfortunately I was away – for the Bama game. I was not able to be with you and dad at the house, able to watch the game, which sucked. It sucked. But we, I, we embraced like a fatherly embrace. Like, it was... <laughs> That's awesome. So I was at a wedding. I had to attend a uh, really good buddy of mine. Congrats to Taylor and Coral on getting Congrats. married. Congrats to them. Uh, but couldn't miss the wedding. Had to go uh, and get to see them get married. So, 
enjoyed that. But uh, afterwards, we were staying in this Airbnb in the middle of nowhere, uh, <laughs> Tennessee. And so I had to wait uh, to really kind of see the ending because on the way back, so I I was at, at the reception uh, eating dinner, watching the entire game. I got to watch up to the point where LSU took the lead 14 to 9. Um, and then I missed basically the entire beginning of the fourth quarter yeah. until LSU got the ball to before the final drive where they took the 24 to 21 lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I missed a lot of it, but luckily I got to watch the most important parts of the game. Um, I actually only missed the two touchdowns by Alabama. Like, yeah, who yeah. wants to watch that? Anyways, I mean, maybe you do because it's a fun – It's as a college football fan. But as an LSU fan, who wants to watch Bama score, you know, and, and go and take the lead? So I, was, I kind of dodged the disappointing parts of the game, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I turned – I caught some signal. We were at a gas station, and I was like, okay, we're down 15 to 14. I watch this drive. We'll kick a field goal. I'm like, all right, cool, awesome, sweet. We kicked the field goal. Now we're in the lead. Then I lost signal again as we headed back to the Airbnb. <laughs> I'm updating, updating. Bama takes the lead. I walk into the house. LSU's got the ball, and they're beginning their drive to eventually take the 24th. Hey, hey, Zach, hey, Zach, real quick. I just got a text, okay? I just got a text. Look at the Twitter feeds at, right here, right here. Is there any way you can, like, flip us? Oh, the Twitter Yeah, feeds. our names are, are flipped on the Twitter. Uh, let's figure it Let's figure it out. Let's see if we can figure it out. I like this. <laughs> I don't think we're going to, be able to make it work. I don't think it's fine. It's fine. We'll just go like we'll this. We'll have to roll it. It's okay. It's okay. So, anyways, so I, I watched the most important parts of the game. But after the game, I, I called you. And of course, we're going berserk. Oh, um, talk to you, talk to dad. And I told you this win was bigger in my eyes. And more enjoyable yeah. than the 2019 LSU Alabama game, and here's why: 2019 LSU LSU season, yeah, like you just blew everybody out. And in the Bama game, I know that that score was a lot closer than it really right, right. Like you know, they had the late touchdown there at the end, that kind of you know, saved closer from, than it showed. Closer than it showed. This was a true nail biter. Like it was it was like you had to and you had to answer every time. Whereas Alabama in 2019, they were the ones having to try and answer LSU. Um because you know Bama would score and get a little bit closer, but then LSU would shut the door. In this situation, Bama scores, they take the lead. You know, they did that three times where they took the lead. Um and you had to answer and you did and so for me and of course you know the 2019 game didn't go into overtime this game did go into overtime yeah this the 2019 game did not come down to one final play this game did come down to one final play and so that's the reason i say that this game was so much more just yeah. crazy and exciting than 2019 you can't take obviously you can't take away from 2019 uh game like for LSU fans, the 2019 win over Bama meant a lot because you finally broke the streak right. of eight years losing. It it really solidified, you know, an LSU's mind and an LSU fans' mind. Hey, 
we're number one. Yeah. We are number one, yeah. and we're going to go win the college football playoff national championship. And that, you know, after they got over that Bama game, like it was crew, it was cruising. They were set, they were cruising easy. So this game, you have already taken losses. It's Brian Kelly's first year, and if you win this game, then you control the destiny of your own destiny to win the West and go to yep. Atlanta, yep. even after you've taken already a loss in the SEC cha- or in the SEC conference and a loss at the beginning of the season. You went out. You win this game. You win the West. You went out. You beat Georgia in the SEC championship, and then boom! All of a sudden. You're talking about a potential college football playoff no, no. Uh, no, no. appearance. So that's why this game, to me, was it, bigger in my mind than 2019. So I, Okay, so I will say, Zach, I know you didn't, you weren't able to watch the full game, right, and, and feel have a feel for the game, right? I will tell you right now, LSU controlled the game for three quarters. The fourth quarter is where now. I mean, obviously, it was close enough, like to where in the fourth quarter you were having to respond, and, and you were right in that. But I'm gonna tell you right now, it it felt so good to play Bama and feel like you were in control for for three quarters. It felt like we, I mean, defensively, you you didn't allow a touchdown to the fourth quarter, Zach. Yeah. You did not allow Bama to score until the fourth quarter, uh, which was awesome. And so here's 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 my thing, Zach. Here's what I think is so big about this win and, and beating Bama. Like for so long, okay, you know, you in 2019. Oh, look here. In 2019, you you broke the streak, right? And that was huge. But you had this like transcendent quarterback right and I mean obviously you had the other players too that are are incredible Jefferson Jamar Clyde the the offensive line that has multiple starters in the NFL now the defense that have you know first rounders guys starting you know on NFL teams right now like since Joe Burrow we've been clinging to that right We've been clinging to that, and it was so – how do I say this? Like, it, it was so cool, and I think such a major impact, like, on the program to, like, okay, we just beat Bama, you know, and we don't have to cling on to, like, the Joe Burrow era anymore. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, I love talking about 2019 – I love talking about Joe Burrow just as much as any other LSU fan. But, like, it's something of importance, I think, to, like, okay, we're still good, you know, and we can still do this without Joe Burrow. Now, Jaden's good, right? Jaden's really good. And I think he should start getting into the Heisman conversation. That's just my opinion. You look at the stats, and the stats, they compare and they're even better than some of the guys that are in the Heisman conversation. Now, I think the Heisman talk also has a lot of favoritism to teams who are winning too. And you got two losses, which, you know, now that you've won back-to-back top 10 games and you're talking about SEC championship, like he, he may get in the mix now. Yeah. Um, but for a while there, he, you know, he was non-existent because 
you lost to Florida State, you lost to Tennessee, whatever. But, like, it's so significant, like, that we controlled this game and for three quarters and you – it feels like now you can, like – I almost don't want to say this, Zach, but you can move on from 2019. Oh, boy. Like, as a fan base, eventually you have to move forward. Like, you don't want to be Ole Miss fans clinging on to Archie and Eli Manning for their entire fandom. You don't want to be Tennessee fans clinging on to Peyton Manning for their entire fandom. You know what I mean? Like, and it felt like LSU was getting there because the past two seasons were just so horrific. Uh, they were terrible. And 2019 is what we looked to, right? Now, I knew, like, LSU fans, I think, understood, like, we we could we could get a good coach in here. They cleaned the program up. Like, we're, like, we'll get back to where we need to. And it's, now that it's, like, here and we've done that, it's like you can move forward from the horrible crap that just happened and you don't have to, as a fan, continue to cling back to 2019, like as your only whatever. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like that's a huge impact for the game. Um, I mean, we need to get into like some of the actual details of the game, Zach. Like, your defense is just Matt House. Like, the hire of Matt House is. It was amazing. I mean, the adjustments he has made all year, the ability to handle Bryce Young, clearly a Heisman talent type quarterback, the way that Matt House did that game was awesome. Was awesome. And again, you held them to no touchdowns until the fourth quarter. Huge. Matt House deserves so much uh, praise for what he has done with this defense. I I mean, he deserves a lot of credit. Um, Brian Kelly called an awesome game. I think Mike Denbrock called an amazing game. I agree. Um, Now, there was a few calls that I was like, eh, I don't really like that. But offensively, I think it it was great. And Jaden continues to play great. Mason Taylor, holy cow, the kid's going to be special. He is special. Harold Perkins. Harold Perkins. Holy cow. Get him for two more years. Oh, my Lord. He is so special. Um, I all like in I want to point out the the major impact that freshmen had on this game. Emory Jones, Will Campbell, Harold Perkins, and Mason Taylor. I mean, the freshman impact was massive in this game. Zach, I mean, it just truly was. Um Josh Williams continues to be so reliable. I, I mean, as sure-handed as you could ever, like, like third and seven. Okay, like, talking about play calling, third and seven. The play before Mason Taylor caught the touchdown to go up 24-21. Like, the defense is thinking a pass is coming, and the ability to make a run call like the the play call there, I think was awesome. And Josh Williams, guys, Josh Williams on third and seven gets handed the ball. He was hit Zach at like the one yard, like 
like he had six more yards to go to pick up the first down. He hits Moody, has that low center of gravity, continues to drive his leg, legs, sheds the tackle, and gets the first down, and then yeah. some. It was a massive play. He was reliable. Like, like the trust that, that Denbrock had in that moment on third and seven when you're down late in the fourth quarter and you got to get in the end zone, and, and on third and seven, you have the the trust to hand the ball off to him like that. That was massive. And he, didn't and he picked seven. it up. He got you 14. He doubled it. I mean, a huge like, – like, that was awesome. Yes. And then the next play, guys, the catch in the end zone by Mason was an incredible catch. And it was a great pass from Jaden. It, it really was – I mean, just an awesome pass. And and Mason it, Mason went up and got it. It was contested. I mean, yep. it was between two guys. Yep. He Great goes up. He goes up. High points the ball, and it comes down with it. Even after taking a shot from the, from one of the safety. I mean, it was awesome. Uh, that is one of the top three games I think I've watched as an LSU fan. I mean, it was yeah, it's definitely up there. I mean, it's it's definitely up there as. I don't know about top three. 2019 feels a lot. I feel like it feels a lot of those spots. But I mean, I guess it just as a college football fan, yeah, it's it's Zach. I mean, it's got to oh be at least gosh. top five. The the future so bright. The right. future so bright under Brian Kelly. I, I mean, to have such a piece together roster, Zach, um, and do this year one. Yeah. The we talked a lot about Zach, you know, in the coaching search. Um, when we hired Brian Kelly, like, is LSU going to bring talent? Yes. Like, that's a given. That's one of the reasons he came. But we were like, will he develop it? You know, we want to see the development of, ta- of of talent, too. And you're already seeing it. Oh, my gosh. Week one to beating Bama? That is development. That is growth within a team. Jaden, Dan- look at the growth in Jaden Daniels. Look at the growth in Mason Taylor. Like, holy cow! We were frustrated that they were targeting him for a long, yes. for a long time. Uh, this is what we exactly need. This is why I was so pumped when we hired Brian Kelly because it's exactly what you needed, man. Yeah. Brian Kelly brings structure, process, uh, uh, you know, like characteristics to instill into young men and a tenacity to stick to the process. And when you pair that with the talent that LSU has, it is so scary. And here we are, Zach. Here we are year one under Brian Kelly. Year freaking one, he beats Nick Saban. And we're talking SEC championship. We're talking, you know, potential playoff appearance. You know, if you run the table and the cards fall right, like it's incredible. Like, this is what LSU fans knew. I'm just so pumped uh, coming off this win. It is. It means so much more. This win means so much more than just beating Alabama. It means yeah. so much more than just securing the West. It's this a, it's a founder. 
foundation builder for yes. the future. This was a program defining win. It was huge. LSU, like, th- this is like the third time in a row where you thought you were wondering, okay, we just played our best game. And then you just keep one up in it. You, yeah, but you keep one up in it. You can probably yeah. argue that that Ole Miss was your best game, um, outside of this one. But to play the caliber of opponent that you played and win the game makes it feel even greater. And Reggie, I want I want to talk specifically about about a few things because at this point there's been so much that has already been talked about at nauseum. I mean, we're it's Tuesday, so we're <laughs> you know we're three days removed from uh, the incredible wow. win by by LSU, and uh, and so I want to talk about some of the things that haven't been really talked about a whole lot, and some things that were like minor that we think about um, that were that in the game you don't think yeah. about, but then when you look back at it, you're like that was a major, major play um, that helped LSU eventually get to the outcome that they did. Yeah. So to start off, the field position at the beginning of the game. Huge. It wasn't until the second half that Alabama had field position, um, I think, that was better than their 25-yard line. Uh, I mean, the first, like – It was late in the game. It was 4-4, four, four, I think. Yeah, like – I think it was the first three or four drives they were inside of their 15. I, yes. I may be dead wrong on that. but At least it's out of their 20. It was, it at was the very least, like, yeah. So, like, Jay Bramlett, like, we talked, we, we dog special teams for a long time, and deservedly so. I mean, they deserve a lot of criticism, <laughs> but – how about the job of the special teams yes. in this game yes. um, early on with just pinning Bam back constantly? Congrats to Jay, Bram, Jay Bramlett for um, punting very well and pinning back Bama back constantly and helping your defense, who we know has struggled with slow starts. I mean, you LSU's defense has continually struggled with, with slow starts in these Power 5 games. And that, I think, kind of reversed that. Uh, It it counteracted that because you were pinning Bama deep so much. And you held them to field goals. And, okay, so that's one thing. Another thing that I think forgets – it's been mentioned a ton, and it's – this is probably the least of – this is probably the least of the minor things, I guess you could say, was the interception by Jarrett. Bama's driving at their first drive. Um, and they're, I mean, they're about to score and you're like, okay, here we go. Like, here's the slow, here's the slow start we were looking for. Just like typical, typical LSU this year. (laughs) And Jarek with his let, with his non-dominant hand sticks it out in front of the receiver and intercepts it. Um, that's probably my, my least, um, minor. Uh, Credit (laughs) to Micah Baskerville too. For getting pressure. He was spying on the play. Bryce Young came out. He did his job. He was spying. He contained him. Got hands up in his face. Bryce Young's short, dude. You yeah. put you 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 block his vision, and he threw it behind the receiver. And Bernard made a great play. Great, made a great play. So that's that's another one. I know that's more of a that's more of a play that was is very well remembered because it's an, it's a turnover. Yeah. So, um, 
that one not as much. But here's a, here's another minor play that was made that I, in my opinion, later on in the game, majorly helped LSU. Major Burns gets beat. Yeah. He gets beat by McClendon yeah. on a, a little running back. Tangle slant. route. Yeah, yeah, tangle route, whatever you call it. Uh, he gets beat. He was supposed to play in and out. He was over the top a little bit, got caught, um, and even tripped a little bit and outran the dude and tracked him down and tackled him. And eventually LSU forced Bama to a field goal. You saved four points right there. Absolutely. Major Burns. That That is something that doesn't really go down in the stat sheet. Um, it, it was just a tackle. An play. It was just an effort play to not give up, and you saved your team four points. Yeah. That was major. Here's 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 a couple other things. It's major. <laughs> the three, well, not the not really the three. The, the last one obviously was major, but the decision by Nick Saban both times to go for two point conversions yeah. when you could have when he could have elected to just kick the PAT. Um, came back to bite him. It came back to bite him because at the end of the game, if you just kick one of those PATs. You're going for the win yep. at the end of the game, yep. which Will Reichert ended up making that field goal barely, but he made it. Um, so those those were some some small things that happened in mm-hmm. the game that I think majorly a- affected the outcome of the yeah. game. Yeah. Um, and there's more that I'm that I'm sure there's a ton of more that I could that I could harp on, yeah. but we're already halfway through the show, so I won't. So those are just <laughs> I those are just day, yeah I could talk about it all day and we still have we still have like basketball to talk about later on tonight so um, it was it was really really um, encouraging to see the effort by Major Burns it was encouraging to see the special teams make plays and think about the times that Bama took the ball out on a kickoff or right. a punt and LSU just stuffed it no big returns on kickoff or <laughs> punt return. Yeah. Michael Clayton fielded every every time they punted, no problems fielding the punt. Um, just a phenomenal job by uh, LSU special teams, uh, by the LSU defense in the minor, even even in the minor yeah. details yeah. Um, that that led LSU to the victory. Look, there's a few things I want to point out too. Um, okay, so Jaden was sacked six times. Yeah. But it never, it never felt like dude was being pressured, like, constantly. Here's why. You look at the stats and you're like, holy crap, he was sacked six times. And you're like, they were after him all night. Well, number one, there were times where, like, some of the sacks were just, like, insignificant. Like, weren't that big of a deal. Like, there was a few sacks during the, like, punt fest, you know, in the first quarter, you know. Uh, where it was defense against defense. We were getting stops. They were getting stops. So it just kind of felt insignificant. And also, there was times like when we got a sack and then we turned around and made a great play. Like, Jaden gets sacked by Will Anderson. Will Campbell whiffs, uh, you know, just completely whiffs. Will Anderson made a great play. And, like, in my mind, I'm not that upset because I'm like, okay, this is probably the best player in college football right now. And Will Campbell's a true freshman. Like, he's going to get beat a few times. Like, it's yeah. just going to happen tonight. Next play, he makes he makes a great block on Will Anderson. Uh, you know, 
the blitz comes from the other side with the linebacker and they wheel route to John Emery and he goes for six. Like the sack meant nothing because the next play he scored a touchdown. Yeah. And here's this. He was only hurried like twice. Like there were six sacks. There's only two hurries, maybe even one. So like when they, when they did get pressure, they got home on the flip. It felt like Bryce Young was constantly being pressured, but we only had two sacks. Here's the difference. We had 10 quarterback hurries. Oh, you had 21 quarterback hurries, pressures, it was sacks, all that included 21 times. LSU constantly coming after him. Constantly coming after him. Yeah. So look, the six sacks is a lot, but at the same time, like the freshman. Like the ability to like brush off some of those sacks and then come right back and and put a great block on one of the best players in college football and we score a touchdown or whatever it may be is incredible. Yeah. Incredible. That's one thing. Another thing. So many freaking years, Zach, we were the losers. And I told you this tonight. We were the losers saying, oh, look at this call. This fumble call was missed, right? This tipped pass was missed. This hold on Harold Perkins was missed. You know, we for so long were those fans. We were the losers. We're the ones saying, look, Patrick Peterson's in bounds. Look, they were held on Jalen Hurts' touchdown run. Look at this. Look at that. That's what freaking losers do. Losers find an excuse to say, oh, look, somebody else didn't do their job. Rather than saying we didn't execute good enough to the point where the officials didn't matter. That's a good point. If you execute as a football team well enough, the officials will not affect the outcome of the game. You, you had three major calls, and I just pointed them out, Zach. I just pointed them out. The tip pass, the fumble with the whole possession, whatever, the uh, uh, and the hold uh, that that Bryce Young scored a touch that made, that was the play where he scrambled around and the secondary kind of collapsed in because they thought he was going to scramble and he um, he threw for a touchdown. So, like all three of those plays, you overcome because you executed. Yeah. And we're not talking about that. We're not the ones talking about that. You know who is talking about it, though? Bama fans. You know why? Because they lost. Yeah. Oh, here's the block in the back, which everybody is Andy, like. Everybody. Everybody's pointing to the steel frame picture, the freeze frame picture, the very split second, the very split second that Mason Taylor has his hands on the Bama's back. Bro, the dude engages him legally, like clearly in front of him. And the defender turns, like the defender is turning back. Like Mason Taylor blocked him, you know, out of the lane that Jaden was coming in. And the defender is turning to go back to Jaden. Is there a little push? Maybe, maybe a little bit. But as soon as the dude turns, there may be a slight push. And then like he's clearly got his hands off. And the dude doesn't even fall where he pushes. Guess where he falls, Zach? 
towards Jaden. He fell towards Jaden. So if it's truly blocking the back, you I mean, help the player foul. He, he's he's falling towards Jaden. He didn't even fall toward. Like, if he were to actually shove him, he fell the complete opposite way, bro. And we're not the ones saying, look at this, look at that, because that's what losers do. That's what losers do. And we've been those fans for so long, and we're not those today. Yeah, feels good. Massive calls were missed against LSU. Massive. But we won, so it doesn't matter. You overcame. You executed. All you Bama fans, all you Bama fans that are crying about the block in the back, LSU goes for a do or die. We go for a do or die play. If you stop us, you win the game. Your defense should have been good enough to pick up the, the – I mean, it's a pick play. It, it's. I feel like it's every two-point conversion everybody ever runs. <laughs> like, your coach should have noticed. Pete Golding should have noticed it. Nick Saban should have noticed it. If you want to not be the ones complaining about a referee and a call, stop us on the two-point conversion and you win. And guess what, Zach? If they stop us on the two-point conversion – who is anybody talking about the block in the back? No, nobody, nobody. And I'm gonna tell you right now, Bama fans got a lot more to be worried about than the block in the back. Because I'm gonna tell you something right now. There's been multiple times in away games, Bama has been extremely undisciplined. This is like, I mean, against Tennessee's act, they had 17 penalties. Yeah. The other night, I, I can't remember the final, but at one point late in the game, it was nine penalties for 92 yards for Bama. Nine penalties for 92 yards. And here is the biggest part, Zach. Are you looking it up? I'm looking it up. Here's the biggest part. They're penalized. That's where it ended. Nine for 92. Nine for 92. So, and they could have been penalized again. On the opening, like, we, all right, we're going for two. Like, right? They're running out there. They're going for two. Bama's got 12 guys on the field. Both coaches call a timeout. I honestly don't. Honestly, don't know who officially got the timeout because both coaches were calling for a timeout. They call a timeout. So Bama has plenty of time to get their defense together, their plan together, you know, who's going to be out on the field. Yet, coming out of a timeout, Bama still had 12 men on the field. They had to run off, Zach. They had to hustle off the field. You were not prepared for the moment. Nope. You were not prepared for the moment. So quit crying about the missed call. I would be more concerned with the fact that you are undisciplined. You shoot yourself in the foot. And in the biggest moment of the game, coming off a timeout, you couldn't have the correct person. You couldn't have the you didn't have the correct personnel out there. Yeah. You had to run a guy off the field. You're talking about the wrong things. Why? Because you're a loser. Because that's what losers do. That's true. So stop pointing to the freaking officials and look in the mirror and realize that this is this is the most undisciplined Alabama team I think Nick Saban's ever had. Ever. Yeah. You got to look in the mirror. <sighs> and here's the other thing, Reagan. LSU arguably – not arguably. LSU still has – more to complain about, but we're not because we won. 
But LSU more missed calls. More to complain about oh my on the rest because of the missed calls. The fumble. Um, I, the fumble listen, was atrocious. It was bad. It was a bad call. Missed call. The ball the comes up to bro. How does he not got possession? It literally comes to him. And and I can I will I will side with them on the tip pass. But it was hard to see when a when when a ball is tipped, pass interference is not in the cards. It's supposed to be picked up. Yep. Uh, the ball was tipped. It was tipped. Now it was hard to see. I get it. You can see the dude's finger flick back. But you can definitely see contact. So I. But we're not here to argue. Play. We're not here to argue calls. Yeah. Yeah. We won. We overcame it, like you said. Uh, and LSU. Yep ends up victorious. We probably need to take a break. We've talked a lot of LSU. Um, I will also say that loved the performance by Josh Williams. I, I know you already talked about it. I have to reiterate it. Love the performance by J- uh, Jane Daniels, of course. Uh, Harold Perkins, B.J. Ojalari had a great day- game. The linebackers played well. I mean, everybody, this was a complete team effort. Uh, I mean, obviously you had individual guys uh, yeah. That you know, like Jaden, like Josh, like um, Mason Taylor, like Harold Perkins, um, Jarrett, that 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 made plays that won you the game. But it truly was a complete team effort. And what you love about that is that this team is bought in. This yeah. team is completely bought in. Could you say that week one? Probably not. Um, oh, there was there was yeah. a lot of. Um, I wish we could have that back. I wish I, I wish we could too, back. but we can't. It's over. Um, there was a lot of, I think, things that had to be worked out with players, uh, attitudes yeah. towards the game, towards being on the team. So, you know, but what we have to take from this is this was a complete team effort. Every, awesome. Everyone is awesome. bought in now. Everyone is bought in now. And I, I'm excited to get to Friday. We're going to, of course, uh, talk Arkansas. I believe we'll probably have. Uh, someone come on and, and, and discuss yeah, yeah. Arkansas as well. We got so many Arkansas connections, Absolutely. <laughs> so we're gonna have to bring somebody on. Um, but because of that, I'm not really concerned about Saturday. I am. I I think part of me is still concerned because of the mentality that we've had to deal with uh, in the past with past coaching staffs and past teams. But I just feel like this team's gonna be ready. I yeah, do. Yeah. I'd... Uh. And I heard I tonight on Blake's show, I, I didn't know this, but found out K.J. Jefferson might not go. Um, gives you even more confidence. Wow. Yeah. That's so massive. Yeah, massive. So, but we're going to have to take a break, and we will, of course, get into first, what does this mean for LSU in the SEC West in yes. the uh, SEC, going to the SEC Championship. I know a lot of people heard about it. Give our thoughts. We got to give a, a, a starting five prediction. Yes. Uh, we're going to have to discuss college football playoff rankings, what we think about that. And then we will get into, at the end of the show, basketball. Because guess what, guys? I know. Tomorrow we, night. It's crazy. I know bro. we just beat Bama and football, but LSU basketball I'm starts pumped. tomorrow night. And LSU women's basketball looked insane last night. So hey, we Angel Reese. Is the truth, she bro. Ballin'. She We will get to that next here in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter 
at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Oh my goodness. We're back. It's a great time to be a Tigers. Draco hey. Shirley oh, uh, gives us some comment. stars. Let me get some comments real quick, Reagan. Sorry, I appreciate, appreciate it. No, you good. I uh, appreciate good. that, Draco. Give us some stars on Facebook. Uh, the players and coaches have jailed and learned each other. I agree. I, br- Is that I agree. How you spell jailed? I don't know if that's how you spell <laughs> I'm not sure. I could be wrong. That looks like uh, jailed. <laughs> uh, I think it's a calf injury for KJ. I heard about it Sunday. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that'd be huge if KJ misses the game. Um, Angel almost outscored the other team by herself. Yeah, dude, she had 30 31. Piece, she had 31. We'll, we'll get to that. Piece. We'll get to that here soon um, at the end of the show in our last segment. But first, we got to talk about what this means. LSU come out the window. What, is, what does this mean for them in the, yeah. of course, grand scheme of the SEC and SEC West going to the um, SEC championship? And now that we know the college football playoff rankings, discuss that. Reagan, let's talk about this for maybe 10 minutes or so. Um, so with the win, obviously LSU controls its own destiny oh, um, that's so nice. to, to the SEC West Championship. As all of you know by now, uh, if LSU wins this Saturday versus Arkansas, Ole Miss loses against Bama, it does not matter what happens the rest of the way, you will be in Atlanta. Um, the best course of action for LSU, obviously, is to win out. out. And that's what LSU fans want. That's what we want to see for, for this LSU team. We want to see them beat Arkansas. We want to see them beat – they'll beat UAB. Uh, and then you want to see them um, end A&M's chance of getting ball eligible <laughs> at the end of the season. So, um, that's obviously the best route. Now, obviously, if Ole Miss wins, beats Bama, you know, and LSU loses along the way um, – you're going to have to um, hope that they lose again somewhere else because it's going to be – I mean, they'll play Arkansas in Fayetteville, and then they'll play, I think, State at home. Yeah. Um, so you'll have to hope if they win the Saturday versus Bama, you'll have to hope that Ole Miss slips up along the way. Just need to win out. Just, need to Just win, win out. Just win. Don't you even win out, you're it. good. Don't even worry about, you know, and then if you lose, if worst case scenario, let's say LSU loses to Arkansas and AM, um, then Bama uh, would be, I think, the one that would end up going to the SEC championship unless Ole Miss won. Yeah. yeah. So um, you have to, you, you just got to, you just need to win out at the very least, at the very, very least. Uh, Ole Miss takes a loss. Uh, you take a loss. You still go to the championship game in Atlanta and, you fight for a chance the to playoffs, make yeah. the college football playoffs. If you beat Georgia in the SC, if you went out, beat Georgia in the SC championship. Um, LSU today, uh, it was released college football playoff rankings number seven. I think that's a good ranking for them. Right? I agree. Yeah. I think it's probably right where they need to be yep. uh, because you know that at least two of those teams you can pass up. Um, you know that you're going to pass up uh, Ohio State or Michigan. Uh, and, you know, if you win the college football playoff – I'm sorry, if you win the SEC championship, you're going to pass up 
uh, another uh, SEC team. The question is, if TCU loses, um, can you pass them up, uh, which you will. If you, TCU loses, you pass up. Clemson losing, I think, ultimately takes out the ACC. Yeah. I think, ultimately, this is going to come down to if LSU wins out, <clears throat> I think, and TCU loses, I think you're going to look at the uh, Pac-12 champion, um, the Big Ten champion, yeah. the SEC champion, Who's going to be the fourth team? Is it another SEC team? Um, this TCU or or um, maybe maybe I don't I don't think so, but maybe uh, ACC champions sneaky yeah. in there. Um, that's the biggest question. I, I for sure think the Pac-12 champion is in there, especially if they only have one loss. If it's Oregon. US, yeah, if it's USC or Oregon, I, I definitely think um, they're in there. I definitely think the Big Ten champion between Ohio State uh, and Michigan is going to be in there. What would be crazy is if, you know, Ohio State or Michigan, obviously they're going to play each other, but if, like, Illinois beats one of them, <laughs> um, that'd be some chaos that happens. So, um, I mean, what's your thoughts on that, Reagan? I definitely think LSU, if they win out, they make the playoff. I think it gets a little fuzzy if TCU stays undefeated because um, then you would have to worry about – the Pac-12 champion being there, the Big Ten champion being in there, uh, the Big 12 champion being in there. Which do they even play? I don't even know if Big 12. Do the Big 12 plays? Do they play a champion? Yeah. They do. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so the Big 12 champion TCU being in there, uh, and then you would have to fight one loss Georgia, one loss Tennessee, and you being the SEC champion, which I think you would win that battle. Well, look, you. you... If LSU wins out, they're in. Because that means you went through number one, Georgia. Yeah. That means you you beat number seven, Ole Miss. You, you beat six, Bama. Bama. Number six, Bama. And, and you beat the top team in the country. You, beat, you have like, three top ten wins. You, you're a dip. The committee understands, like, okay, it's a different team. Like, it, it's a completely different team. You're in. If, and you would be the very first two-loss college football playoff oh, yeah. contender. Yeah. Yeah, here's if LSU wins out. Here's my playoff prediction. This is if LSU wins out. Georgia, and this is in no particular order. Well, I guess I can put it in a particular order. If LSU wins out, it's going to be Georgia, or, or excuse me, Ohio State one. I would say. Um, so you think Ohio State's beating Michigan? Yes. Uh, one of those two. One of those two. Because <laughs> I think Big Ten champion. Big Ten champion is your number one. Okay. Which, man, Big Ten champion. <laughs> they'll they'll be like number one by default. By right? default, like because Georgia got beat by an SEC team, which is yeah. something that Ohio State and Michigan can't speak to. Anyway, anyways, anyways, Big Ten champion is number one. Uh, I, I think TCU or Georgia would be three. Like, I mean, it don't matter. They would play each other, you know, regardless. Yeah. If, if TCU wins out, and then LSU's going to be four. It'd probably be like TCU two, Georgia three. I, I would imagine an undefeated TCU would, would hop a Georgia team that just lost. Yeah, I, I mean, unless Maybe. unless because you beat Georgia, they put you ahead of Georgia at three and Georgia at four. Yeah. I just don't – which I would love. Are you are you telling me we had to play TCU in a semifinal? Go like, to the sign football? me up. Yeah. Sign me up. Or Oregon. 
or USC? So I, I think two loss SEC champion LSU with a with a game one loss by one point, right? Gets in before one loss Pac twelve champion. That that's just my opinion. I, I think the committee. Like very clearly, like if LSU wins out, they're in. I think we need to root against TCU, and TCU has a really, really tough test this weekend versus Texas at Texas. I, I mean, well, I'm telling you, TC, TCU's in. You think TCU is going to win out? I mean, I don't know. Is it at Texas? It's at Texas. I mean, I, I think they very well could lose that because they they've been in multiple games. They've been behind like yeah. way too much, which I guess LSU has too, but. Um, they could very well lose that. I mean, if they went out though, TCU's in. Like, like undefeated Big Twelve champ is in. Um, and, and I think that would leave out the Pac-12 because the Pac-12, I think, is the weakest conference of all of all five. Like in the history of the conferences, I would say currently the ACC is the weakest. Um, and I think they're that the ACC is going to be left out. Because of Clemson loss, um, so I, I don't know if TCU loses. You, you like you you want TCU to lose, right? Because then you're probably looking at Oregon being in, uh, and LSU definitely being like no question LSU's in. You know if they win the SEC championship, I think they're in either way. If we went out, but you got to win out. And, and it, win out. I, I want to talk about that real quick. Like guys, if we win. The rest of our games and go to the SEC championship and lose, like you can't be sad. You're like you'll be, you'll obviously be you 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 want to go to playoffs. Like that's the point. Like that's my whole thing, right, Zach? Like yeah, you, you compete for championships. But man, it's who, crazy. We're even talking who about. gives a crap about a bowl game? You want to win championships? Yeah, and, and I stand by that. But like year, I, I'm also willing to be like, okay, it's year one. Like the fact that we're where we're at year one, I'm good with it. Like if we go to a Sugar Bowl. You know, and play a, a you know. You're gonna, you're gonna be excited about that. You're game. excited about that, and, and uh, yeah. New Year's Six. So New Year's Six Bowl. You're excited about that as year one. You know, like that is a massive accomplishment for Brian Kelly year one. But you want to compete for a, a playoff. So I mean, you got to win out. If you want to, if you want to be in the playoffs, you cannot lose another game. Yeah, you, you cannot lose another game. It's just plain and simple. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of my thoughts on it. Um, if TCU loses this Saturday against Texas, like we're and then primed, they play Baylor the next weekend. Yeah, we're at pr- Baylor. We're primed to get in, which Baylor's not as good as they were last year. But um, if TCU loses this this Saturday and we make our way to the SEC championship, like we are set up to, to if we win that game, if we beat Georgia in the SEC championship, you're 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 looking toward LSU being in. So, and, and look. People may write LSU off against Georgia. At this point, I'm not like, yeah, no, me I'm not saying we're beating Georgia, and I wouldn't even pick LSU to beat Georgia. Me neither. But at this point, like, you got to play the game. You got to play the game. Yep. So, and people didn't think LSU beat Alabama. I mean, they were a almost two touchdown underdog at home, and they won. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So and you're not the same team that played. Tennessee. The fact that we're talking about this, like it, it's wild. I, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm completely satisfied because yeah. the future, the future's so bright. If you if you lose to Georgia in the SEC championship and then you win a New Year's Six Bowl and you're 
10 and three. Yeah. On your first year when you had to rebuild. I mean, it's just wild. Yeah, Absolutely wild. But let's let's change gears here, Reagan. We, we, we've uh, we're approaching at the hour. Um, basketball is here, bro. Basketball is here. Uh, we're gonna get to finally see what this mapping man team is yeah. made of for these LSU Tigers. Yeah. But first, yeah. but first, before we get to that, Reagan, we we got to talk about our Lady Tigers preseason number sixteen in the country. Um, listen, I, I don't. I, Bell are mine. I, I mean, quality opponent. You got quality I mean, opponent. Quali- obviously, is no, I mean, like you got you got to talk about the quality of the opponent. Like you kind of expected it. Yeah, but like it was a massive blow. But the way you did it, it was a massive was impressive. Blow. So, real quick, look at the box score. Um, obviously, the most impressive Angel Reese, thirty-one points. Stud. Thirty-one points, and guess what, Reagan? This blew, blew me away when I saw it. No three pointers. Yeah. Not even attempted, bro. She's a dog in the paint. She's a dog. I watched. I don't know. I don't know if you got. To, I don't know if you watched any of it. I got Is to that... watch like barely a little bit. I was in a business meeting last night, unfortunately. Yeah. So, <clears throat> did you watch it? You actually yeah, watched. I, I watched the like like the first half. I mean, the second half wasn't. Yeah, you just wasn't got, worth watching. They the got second, the first half out there. The first half you had who you wanted in. Yeah. Angel Reese sticks out. The five star transfer. Uh, from from Ohio State, Pool. Uh, I can't. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on her first name. Uh, it's P O O L E. That's her uh, last name. Pool. Kateri. Okay, Kateri Pool. She had 14 off the bench. Yeah, she she can hit the three. Okay, Alexis Morris is back with a vengeance. She looks good. She really good. Threes. Yeah, she looks good. Like the team looks very complete. Like the the starters are going to be very solid. The, the players coming off the bench are going to be are very soft. Like it is a it is prime LSU is prime to have a great season. I I do not see how LSU. I think the women's basketball team finishes within the top ten, like top ten teams of the country, and they're going to make a run in the in the NCAA tournament without question. Yeah. I mean, the dominance and the ability and the talent is all there, paired with. Kim Mulkey, who is the difference maker. Uh, bro, Zach, she's got like 15 coaches on the sideline with her. Yeah. Bro, like, they took up more of the bench than the players did. I know, it's crazy. She's got a support, like a support staff like nobody's business. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, I think they're going to be dominant all year long. Uh, Angel mm-hmm. Reese is is real deal, that, 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 that yeah. girl. Um, and uh, the famous, the famous one. Flo J. Floje Johnson, uh, she looked pretty good too. Yeah, she she had she had 14 points as a she starter. Did. She did have a three-pointer. Um, you also had now some of these people, some of these girls, I'm just gonna have to like get to know. I mean, I knew about Floje. Yeah, I mean, you had like transfers. Like I knew about Reese, Alexis. I know about, Poole, I know about Carson. Reese, but Carson, I didn't know about. I don't even know where she where she came from. Uh Carson's the one I think that came from Mizzou. Jasmine Carson, she is a senior. She is a yeah, senior she, transfer. She came from Mizzou. Um sure. she had I just clicked off of it. Um, she had 17 on the night. Yeah. Uh, so she had a great game. Um, uh, and then the other starter, uh, LaDasia Williams, she had eight. Um, one of your bigs. So, I mean, really encouraging from the jump. Uh, obviously, the quality opponent was not very yeah. impressive. Yeah. Um, 
but they look good. You also had um, Samaya Smith off the bench that had 12 points, uh, a freshman out of Texas. So this team, they look really good. They've got obviously they've got some depth there. I understand it's, it's game one versus a really really just terrible inferior opponent, terrible yeah. inferior opponent to be honest, completely honest. But I'm excited to get to watch the women's basketball because I think they have a higher ceiling, obviously, yeah. than, than the men's basketball team does. Uh, they can go a long way. Exactly. I think this could be a Final Four. Look, team. you know, I took I made a hot take a while back that women's basketball would bring the the next national championship home. Bro, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of competition. Like LSU is in some LSU great time right and now. baseball. Football may make a run at it this year. Baseball may make a run at it this year. So if I want my hot take to be right, I, I need Kim Mulkey to make a run this year. Like, uh, like I need him to do it this year because yeah, I get nervous on it. That was before Jay Johnson brought everybody in yeah, from yeah. the transfer pool. That yeah. I mean, so. I, I mean, I, I mean, if. if I mean, if, if Kim Mulkey doesn't get the first championship and somebody else does, I'll be just as happy. Yeah. And I will say, okay, I was wrong. So, but we want to ask the championship, so who yeah. cares? So let's go ahead and let's get into, uh, obviously, awesome. I'm excited to watch women's basketball. I mean, it's going to be the first time I I, I pay as, as much attention yeah. to women's basketball yeah. I, more than ever. Before, I didn't pay attention because they weren't good. Um, coach didn't. Didn't feel like the coach, coach cared. Like cared. And then before that, I didn't pay attention because I was just not into basketball, period, and including men's basketball as much as I was. Um, uh, and I, I just didn't pay attention to women's basketball as much. Um, but Kim Mulkey's got it humming right now, and it's exciting. Okay, so men's basketball. So, obviously, Magnet Man, brand new era. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect I, I, either. But here's the thing, Rick. I mentioned this on the podcast um on friday yeah. um they are going to be a veteran team absolutely they're going to be a veteran absolutely. team now here's a question when we start getting into our conversation of of who's going to be your starting five i i think the the backcourt is the backcourt is going to be veteran period um who who's going to be starting the pack, the backcourt is going to be vet, veteran your front court you had a question mark on whether or not that is going to be veteran or just one and done type talents. So let's get into that a little bit. Regan, I made my prediction on Friday. So I want you to get more into this and, and discuss kind of your, you know, guys that stand out coming into the season, guys to look for, obviously, um, just kind of expectations yeah. and predictions preseason. Um, so my starting five, um, I think. It's going to be a when you look at the front court because um, that's really where you're where you're going to argue who's going to be the start. I I think um, that Mawani will get the start um, over a guy like Terrell Ward. Um, Mawani's in his. No, well, you're saying front court. Are you talking about the interior, like the bigger guys? The big guys. Uh, that's back court. Sorry, front, front court is your guards. No, no. Yes. Front court is front court is your your bigs. Back right. court is your guards. No. Yes. Mm. Backcourt is your guard, Dragon. Come on now. Do you not know basketball? I played basketball. I'm, I may be drawing a blank. I may be backcourt is your guards. You're right. You're right. Okay, backcourt. Yes. Okay. Your your bigs are your front court. Yes. Um, yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. Okay. So I think Mawani um 
edges barely Terrell Ward out for that position. I think Jalen Reed beats out a guy like Kendall Coleman for the five spot. Um, because you the can five? Go, yeah, Jalen Reed at the five. You could go um you could go Kendall Coleman, Mawani in the front court. Um and with experience, or you could go, I think, with some young talent like Jalen Reed and Tyrell Ward uh, over there. Now, the three is going to be, obviously, K.J. Williams, I think. Um, the I th- three, Zach? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting mixed up. Mawani as the three, K.J. as the four, um, Jalen Reed as the five. Okay, there okay. we go. Okay. Now, I was getting mixed up. Um, sorry. Good, good. You're good. Now, your backcourt's obviously going to be Juice, Justice Hill, and um, Ace. Yeah, um, I fully Wolf. agree there. So that's going to be your backcourt. Um, so Reagan, who is going? To, who's going to be your starting five? I know I argued, uh, and sorry I got that confused. Milani, no, I think Milani will ultimately be the three with KJ at the four, Jalen Reed at the five. Um, does a guy like Terrell Ward, Kendall Coleman, um, other guys that you can mention that get into that mix, that argument? Yeah, I, so. I agree with your 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 uh your backcourt um with with Ace and and Ju- uh, Juice. I think that's obviously your backcourt. I think it could be like one of the best backcourts. Could be like in the SEC. I'm not saying it's the best, but I I think they'd be up there. Those like, top are three. Those are two guys that like, are potential pro prospects. Yeah, and I think Adam Miller is going to have a coming out show like this year. Um, I I, I differ a little bit in in, in the front court. Uh, I think actually a guy. I think Mo. I think KJ's your five. By the way, like he played five. He played five at Murray State. I think he's your five here. He's got more size than Jalen does. I think Jalen Reed's gonna play like your four. Um, and honestly, I think Tyrell is gonna be your three. Um, he he's he's more of a a guard forward. Guy. He's got the length. Yeah, he's that middle guy of a, of a, a forward, but he also I think has like a shooting ability. He can go outside like a guard. Um, and and Jalen Reed's like six ten. KJ Williams like six ten. Like they're gonna be your interior guys. I actually think Milani's gonna be a guy. He's gonna be your six man. Uh, the the talent of Tyrell um, and, and Jalen I think is is hard to keep out of the starting five. Yeah. That's I mean, do you do you go with talent or do you go with experience right, right. and and veterans? If I was gonna say like if they if they chose veteran over talent, it's gonna be Jalen Reed coming off the bench, not Tyrell. Because Ty, I think Tyrell's gonna be your starting five. Uh like he's that guy. Um okay. so it I would either I would either go both freshmen with Moana being your sixth man or I would say it would be Tyrell Mawani with Jalen being your your six man. Like that's that's the route I would go. Uh, but I'm excited about all three of them. Like oh, all yeah. three of them are going to contribute uh, major minutes. Uh, I, I think like the the fact that we're having a discussion there, like we could see multiple looks starting lineups uh, early with that. Yeah, like there. Here's here's the reality. Like we are not. Um, like this is not a finished product. Like we may see a few different starting fives, but for tomorrow night, okay. Here's my final prediction. This is gonna be my final. Okay. Okay. For tomorrow night, 
I, I'm That's what go, we want to know. Huh? That's yeah. what we want to know. I'm definitely going Juice Adam. Uh, I'm going KJ, you're five. I'm going to say uh, Tyrell, you're three. Moani, you're four. That, that's that's going to be now. Moani's a little bit smaller, smaller of a four. Yeah, I can't remember what what's Tyrell's size. I can't remember his Tyrell size. six six. How how tall is Moani? Uh, Moani six five. That may be flipped. I, I mean, they're both right there. Uh, at, that's probably going to be your your. I your, think it's going to be between Moani and Tyrell Ward battling it out for a starting position. I just I think to, I just think you can't take Tyrell off the court like. I was starting five. He's just that talented. But Jalen Reed, I mean Jalen Reed and KJ, those are going to be your your front court. I mean, either way, you're going to get them in. Like they're all going to be in. So yeah. Um, and I don't know if there's necessarily a five and a four. Like in today's game, it's a little bit different. There's not especially really, especially college basketball. Yeah, college basketball. Like I, I say five. Like you could put really Jalen or KJ there at five. Now in today's college basketball, it doesn't really matter. Five four. Like you're just going to have two bigs out there, and that's going to be. Yeah, Jalen Reed, um, KJ Williams. I think maybe Kendall Coleman are, gets may, maybe a look at, but I, I think I have to agree. With I think you. Well, I think Jalen Reed yeah. edges him out. So here's um, uh, like my three guys off the bench, like like they're gonna be key role players. Obviously, uh, uh, um, Justice, not not Juice. Wait, wait, is it? Ju- Who's the other Williams? I can't. Justice Hill. Oh, is... just. Oh, they're both Justice. That's right. I was thinking they're both Williams, but it's it's both Justice. So Justice Williams. Justice Williams. Obviously, he's going to be probably your your first guard off the bench. Yeah. Uh, I think Kendall Coleman and uh, Hannibal are, are going to be Trey Hannibal. Yeah, those are going to be like your first three off the bench. Now, well, what about now? There's two well, other guys that I'm thinking about, like uh, like Cornelius Williams, the transfer from State, and Cam Cameron Hayes. Fountain's the guy from State. Oh, Derek. sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Williams Derek is Fountain. is a freshman. Williams is a freshman. Yeah. Uh, I oh, Derek shoot. Fountain. We're forgetting about Sean Phillips, the seven-footer. Sean Phillips, too. They're going to have a – now, I will say, um, Matt McMahon alluded to, like, he, he's probably going to have – it sounds like he's going to come down to, like, a rotation, and, like, that's going to be it. Like, from one of his, one of his conferences, he said, uh, like, an eight-nine man rotation, that's going to be it. So, I think off the bench that would include – you know, whoever the sixth man is, whether it's Tyrell, whether it's Reed, Milani, it don't matter. Like, that's one of those guys who may be sixth man. And then it's going to be Justice Williams, Hannibal, Coleman, Sean Phillips, probably. Like, those are probably the guys coming off the bench. So maybe you got a 10 man rotation. You're going to have, yeah, you, you have the potential to have. A oh, very Cam Hayes, though. Can't, golly. And, did you mention Hannibal, too? Yeah, I mentioned Hannibal. And Derek Fountain. <laughs> I, I don't know if Fountain plays a, that big of a role. I, I, really I think don't. I think he's like, and uh, I believe this is right. Ryan says eight man rotation. Really? Um, yeah, probably. I think you could bump that up to ten. Um, I'm very interested to see. That's what why, he like, does like night. genuinely, Zach. I, I'm not sure what to expect. I, I don't know what to expect either. I mean, I kind of. Kind of have an idea on the starting five, you know, and that's that's really about it. Yeah. Uh, I think ultimately for my my starting five, I, probably very similar. I think J- Jalen Reed, uh, Mwani, um, KJ, Juice, and Adams. So I think we're the same on that. Yeah. Or do you think Tyrell gets to start over? I think Tyrell's on the starting five. I think it's between Mwani and Jalen. 
So you, I think, think you're you're thinking size wise, like you're 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 throwing Jalen in. Yeah, but like I, I think Tyrell's too hard to keep up. So you court. think Tyrell, Mawani, yeah, KJ, Juice, and Adam, and then okay. Jalen coming off the bench. Okay, it, it's I could, I, but I could go the other way. Like I, I, I could, I would not be surprised one bit if Jalen Reed's out there. Yeah, I, I mean, either way, I think it's gonna be, um, it's gonna be interesting either way to see who they rotate. Uh, they're playing Kansas City. Gotta be honest, it's guys. an inferior opponent. It's, it's an inferior opponent. opponent. Uh, they've already played a game. Not much of a preview. They're 0-1. They lost to Lincoln, Missouri. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I uh, expect LSU to very much dominate this game. Look, the 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 Zach, until conference play, you're only like – I don't know, right? They power got, five opponent is Wake Forest. They have Wake Forest, Arkansas State. Oh, come I'm, on, Zach. Arkansas State, come on now. I live in Jones, right outside of Jonesboro, bro. I've watched some A-State basketball. We're not losing that A-State. You also play some teams like Winthrop and uh, East Tennessee State who are – Those would be some better. They're nobody to snub over. But, look, your non-conferences – Your non-conference, you very well could be undefeated going into conference play. Yeah. But with a new coach, new team, you whatever. Gel. You, you, you got to Yeah, and, and it's not a finished product, too. So, we're, we'll see tomorrow night. Expectation-wise, Zach, I have no expectation. I have no expectation. Because like, we don't know what's coming down the pipe. I'm honestly – With the violation. I'm honestly really excited about it because, like, I'm like, let's find out what, what it's made of. Like, what is this going to be? What is Batman going to – like, I haven't watched enough Murray State basketball to, like, know, yeah. like – I think he's put together a very talented team considering like everybody left except for three. Yeah. Um, so I think he's done a decent job putting it together. I love his core values. Uh, the dude was, you know, got the job for a reason, you know, Scott Woodward isn't an idiot. Uh, I think we've learned that. So, I mean, let's look at the hires he's made. Jay Johnson, Kim Mulkey, Brian Kelly. Okay. I'm good. Like whatever, whatever he said to do, like with this hire, I'm fine with. So uh, I trust Scott Woodward that he hired the right guy. It seems like he hired a guy that people love, that players love. Boot, uh, I can't. Uh, let me not say that. Almost said boot up. Almost said boot up. <laughs> that era is boot dead. up, baby. That era is dead. Uh, no, but look, we're gonna be pulling for him. I have no expectation though. I'm not gonna like let like. You know, whatever. I'm not expecting us to win the SEC or anything. Yeah, but so. I think they can make some noise for sure. Oh, they, I, were, I, they were picked to finish sixth. That's what I was about to say. I think we very well could be like a four or five team in the hey, SEC. I don't, I don't know if you know this though, but I look at the schedule, bit. Reagan. So far, currently preseason in the month of January, you don't play an unranked opponent. You play every single person you team you play in the month of January is ranked. Wow, preseason. That's tough. Yeah. It's brutal. It's tough. We're going to see what they're made of. We're going to see what they're made of. Let's take a quick break, and then we will be back to close out the show. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. 
All right, guys, back to wrap it up. Man, it's exact. It's it's a great time to be a Tiger. What yeah. a time to be alive. It is a time to be alive. Um, LSU's on a path towards Atlanta. Basketball is about to open up. Uh, your football expectations have been exceeded for the year. Very I think much. everybody, uh, Brian Kelly, has tossed all mockery, all mockery, all poking, all criticism, and evaporated it like Thanos in the snap of his finger. <laughs> okay, you just won every LSU fan over. Yeah, you just won every LSU fan over. And all of the mockery and slander is non-existent. Year one, you beat Saban. And you're headed to, well, not yet, but very likely headed towards Atlanta. The odds are in your favor. So, it's a great time to be a Tigers act. Holy cow. We're going really love it. Uh, do we have a few comments we need to hit before we wrap up? Ryan said he believes it's going to be 18 to 20 wins for the basketball okay, team okay. at worst. Uh, two losses going into conference play. Uh, yeah. Big expectation. He also says, great time to be a Tiger. All right, Tony Tiger. Tony Tiger. Great. You're great. All right, guys. It's been a great show. Guys, we freaking beat Bama. It's, I mean, it's just. <laughs> we did it. We, we did, did it. it. We did it. <laughs> All right, Dora. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we beat Bama. Time to go watch LSU Gold. We're about to go watch LSU Gold. We're pumped about it. If you if you're not, I, I told Zach to get on it. If you're not on LSU Gold. Go get on LSU Gold. I literally it have it just to watch the team. They have the pass. The team absolutely the path. Yeah, uh, it's definitely worth it. Uh, go get it. All right, guys. It's been really uh, fun breaking this down, talking about Bama basketball tomorrow night. Make sure you watch it. We'll be back Friday with probably an Arkansas fan to preview this Arkansas game. Uh, we'll hear the we'll hear the pit of despair over in the hogs. They'll, he might pick LSU. <laughs> you know, look, Zach, I, I, they're the Ar- bro. I try to tell my Arkansas friends, like I, I get it. Like Sam Pittman's a really really likable guy, but he ain't like taking y'all to the top. Oh, man, they're five and four. I thought they're they were not taking y'all to the top. And KJ Jefferson, as soon as that man's gone. Y'all going to be the same old Arkansas, but y'all look like the same old Arkansas with KJ Jefferson. Okay? Mm-hmm. Anyways, I, we'll talk about it Friday night here in the Tigers Avenue. We'll catch you next time. Five Star Hero, take us out. Peace!